请看旧约阿摩斯书第三章。Let's turn to the Old Testament, a book of Amos, chapter 3章第三节。Amos，chapter，three，verse，three。二人若不同心，岂能同行呢？Three，can，two，walk，together，unless，they，are，agreed？这里，先知用一个很简单的比喻来形容两个人要走在一起的这种关系。and here, the prophet has used a very simple uh, example to describe two people walking together on a journey. For one, they can go wherever they want. He or she can do whatever they want. A lot of freedom. A lot of benefits. However, the Bible tells us that two is better than one. One can be lonely. One can be ill. One can be weak. And one can be lost. And in your time of need, if there is someone by your side, then you will not be you will not face danger when you're traveling. There are a lot of journeys that we have to take in our life. We have the journey of learning, the journey of our career, and the journey of establishing a family. But one journey is the most important of all. And this is called the journey of faith. Because the journeys that we mentioned earlier, the learning on the career and our and our family life, they will end one day. When our life ends, these things become meaningless. But our faith will bring us into eternity. This journey is forever. And therefore, as we are alive or living in this world, we have to start our journey. One person traveling on this journey tends to be lonely. And therefore, it's best that we have two. From this particular verse, we can discuss a lot. Two can refer to a lot of things. Can refer to brothers. Can refer to friends. Can refer to father and son. Can also refer to God and us. We can all walk together. However, the most practical. What does this two refer to? Let's turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Chapter 5, verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and verse 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Eleven. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And the two can refer to many things. Verse eleven tells us if two lie down together, they will keep warm. So the two can refer to a couple. As mentioned in the book of Amos, two must join together to their faith. Then it will be easy for them to travel together. The key is that their hearts must be together. This brings us to our topic today is walking together on this journey to heavenly kingdom. We humans, we don't have to get married. Some, uh, for some, they are quite happy being alone. If 
we choose to get married. 我们是希望我们结婚的对象是可以跟我们一个心一起走这条天国的道路。We hope that our spouse can be of the same mind that we can travel this journey of faith together. 或是已经结了婚的人。Or for those of us who have who are married, 怎么样可以经营我们的婚姻，让两个人更同心，又可以同行呢？ how can we manage our marriage so that we can be of the same mind and of the same journey? This is the hardest in this modern society. Because modern society stresses on individualism and, and it stresses the value of one. Every one of us is, is us individually. If you take a look at a child age two to three, their individualism is pretty strong. You want to feed them something, they will say no. You want them to greet uh, seniors, they will say no. And you teach them to say sorry when they've done something wrong, and they will say no. And if you take away their iPad, they will say no. You will notice that a child at a very young age came to know him, his, himself or herself at a very young age. And as a human matures to the age of marriage, at this time, individualism has already taken root. But for the sake of, uh, of for themselves, um, they find the need to get married. 好了, so two individuals, how can they come together? There's a saying, it's easy to fall in love, it's harder to maintain a relationship. And that's why there's a saying that marriage is the grave of love. When you're not married, you love each other dearly. 哇, 那个魔, 那个爱都不见了, and when after you get married, that love disappears. Because the two are very uh, strong individually. 所以从圣经里面看, and from the Bible, we're going to learn how can a couple learn to be of one mind and one journey. Let's take a look at how God instituted marriage. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his wife and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. One simple uh, uh, verse has already described in detail how a couple should get together. Unfortunately, most of the time when we read this verse, we pass by it rather quickly. The secret to marriage is already written in this verse. 第一点, Point number one, a man must leave his father and mother before he can be married. What does it mean to leave his father and mother? 人在妈妈的肚子里面是被一条磁带连着妈妈的母体, uh, a baby in the womb of a mother is connected to the mother by a tube. 生出来的一件事,医生就要给他剪磁带。And upon the delivery of the baby, the first thing to cut is the tube.如果你不剪磁带的话,if you don't cut the tube,你没有办法让孩子独立的这样生出来一个人啊。The baby will not be able to separate from the mother.如果你不分开,那就没有办法生存。If you don't separate the baby from the mother, the baby will not survive.那个那个磁带这样连着怎么办呢?会发炎啊,会弹住啊,妈妈也没有办法自己走路啊。and if you don't cut the tube, then uh, the, the, the tube will slowly wither away and uh, it will be inflamed and, and hurt both the mother and child. And therefore, it has to be cut. So this is the first separation of mother and child. 
even though the physical tube has been cut off uh, from the mother, the child is still connected to his parents um, via an, an invisible tube. 在孩子在父母的心目当中，你永远是我的baby。啊，这个是父母常讲的。嗯，that is why in the hearts of the parents, the child always babies. 有一些父母，孩子他的孩子都已经过了成年人的年龄。There are some parents, their child had already reached the age of majority.大学都毕业了，都二十几岁了，都上班了。And the child had graduated from university and is working in society.还是还是把孩子当看baby。they still treat their grown child as a baby. And they have to uh, ask the child everything regarding him. And telling the child to eat, to drink, uh, to uh, to dress warm, and also check the check up on the child in the middle of the night. And there are some children who are rebellious and refuse to be uh, to be looked after by the parents. And for those who are more submissive to their parents, they will continue to do so. And so the mother will take care of everything for her child. And in turn, the child depends on his mother very much. There are some children who are especially close to the parents. This is not so good. Because the child will not learn to be independent. If a child is, is going to get married, or has or is married, however, emotionally they're still dependent on the parents. Everything is my mom, my dad. Then the marriage of this child will end up uh, in a failure. It's likened to what the Bible says. Uh, a man must leave his father and mother before he can be joined to his wife. This separation is emotional separation. It's not telling you to desert your parents. Rather, you have become an independent individual. You have your own family. And the family that you grew up from or grew up in, you have left it. There are some people who are married but have not left their parents. There are some financially they are not separated from their parents. And if you have to go back to your parents to ask for money, then of course you are not separated from them. And there are other grown children who rely on their parents emotionally. That husband and wife are not able to take care of themselves individually. There are some youth who would like to separate from their parents. However, the parents refuse to leave them. I've already bought this big house. We have to live together two, three generations. Together. So after you get married, you're still you're not leaving home. Even if you mar if you are married, you cannot leave the city. You have to be within my radar. You have to come back home every day for a meal. Frightening, isn't it? Of course the children will not feel so because they felt their parents still love them. But to the spouse, this is frightening. Why is that you're not able to separate from your parents? For a couple to be of one mind and one heart, the first thing they must do is to separate from their parents. The parents themselves must also be prepared for this. When your children are entering into universities, you must be prepared that they will leave you one day. Do not hold on to them so tightly. When your children has come to the age of marriage, 
你心理已经调整了，我要我要让他离开。You should be prepared by now that your children will be leaving. 孩子要回来，连你你都一脚把他踢开啊，说不要整天黏着我。If your children comes back to you, you should kick them out and tell them not to stick to you so closely. 你要连你的先生，你要连你的太太，你不要整天黏着我。You have to tell your children that they must be close to their spouse, not to the parents anymore.啊，这个就是要离开。This is called separating. 但是要离开总是不容易的。That is not easy. 但是不离开。婚姻就不能成长，不能啊发展。If you don't leave your parents, then you will not be able to develop your marriage to the next stage.再来第二步，这里说要与妻子联合。Step number two is to be joined to his wife.夫要同心同行的另外一个关键，这是两个人呢，要连在一起啊。And for a couple to be of one mind, one heart, they must be joined together.这个联合这个字的原文呢，就好像强力胶水把它贴住，把它粘连住的这个意思。the word join in the original text means to stick to strongly likened to uh, with a glue. 我们有买一个那个强力胶水嘛，滴一滴进去，一分钟之后，哇，就粘得很紧啊，拉不开了。If you ever use super glue, you will know that one drop of super glue and it will stick to anything. 婚姻的同心同行的秘诀。So the secret to a good marriage.其实是在于男人。It actually depends on the man.所以说男人呢，要与妻子连在一起，粘住她。the man must be joined to his wife, that is to stick to her. It doesn't say here that the wife must stick to the husband. God knows the heart of a woman as she is created by God. Before marriage, a woman does not stick to her fiancé. But upon marriage, and after having children, the heart of a woman will stick to her family. It's very natural. There's no need for her to purposely do it. It is different from men. Men loves to stick to things, but not necessarily his wife. You take a look, don't men love to be around the computers? Or close to their cell phones? Or to the youth, they prefer their video games? Women prefers conversation, men prefers to stick to devices. And there are some men who prefer to stick to their own friends. And there are also men who prefer to stick to their career they are pursuing for a success. The worst is if the heart of a man is not stick to his wife but to someone else, then the marriage is in trouble. So so for a couple to be of one mind, the husband must think carefully. Do you want this marriage? Do you want a happy marriage? Do not blame your wife for not being a good and loving wife. God's plan was that he requires much from men. Did you tell yourself that you have to stick to your wife? And after work, I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to go home and take a look at my wife. And when you have, do have vacation, you'll be thinking about where you want to go with your wife and your children. And if you're bored and you want a conversation, the first person you turn to is your wife. And for a lot of men, instead of sticking to the wives, they would stick to other things or people. There are also instances where the wives don't want their husbands to stick to them. Go away, you're sticking to me too closely. In fact, this is wrong. If a husband wants to stick to you, let him stick to you. And there are some women, after having their children, they don't want their husband to stick to them anymore. Why? Because she herself would stick to her children. And stick to the son or the daughter. So the children is now the baby in their heart. 
and the husband is now pushed to the side. The husband now becomes the servant. So besides being the breadwinner, the husband is also the servant. If the husband wants to have a conversation with the wife, the wives would say, I'm too busy, go do your own thing. If the husband wants to stick to you, but you kick him out, then this kind of woman is stupid. Because you have not done according to the word of God. And the word of God is that a husband must be joined to you and you must let him stick to you. If he's interested in you, he wants to have a conversation with you, you must make time for him. Do not turn around and stick to your own children. For a lot of couples, their children have grown up, but they're still sticking to the children. This is not in accordance to the Bible. Your children will grow up, do not stick to them for the rest of your life. Your children upon growing up will have their own family. Do not place your all your emotions, your love, your 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 aspirations onto your children. The Bible tells us that the husband must be joined to the wife. And part three is that they shall become one flesh. When Paul explained this part, he said this is a mystery. Why is it a mystery? Because it's hard to do. How can two become one flesh? Two is still two individuals. How can they merge to one? Physically speaking, if the two becomes one, that means they had a, a, a sexual relationship. But emotionally, how can two become one? This is the mystery. Difficult to understand. And we know what to do based on the relationship of Christ and church. Since we have to be of one mind and one heart, then we have to find a reason why a couple cannot be of one mind and one heart. If we know the reason why, then it's easier for us to deal with it. And we can deal with them based on these reasons. And perhaps if we find the reason, we can improve the relationship between a couple. Of course, the relationship of a couple is a test for the rest of your life. Why is it that a husband and wife cannot be of one mind? One possibility because there were little foxes. Let's turn to Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15. Songs, chapter 2, verse 15. 15. Her brothers catch us the foxes, the little foxes, then spoil the vines, and for our vines have tender grapes. Song of Songs recorded a love story. It is a love story between the bride and the groom. And this love story is given in different parables. For example, a vineyard refers to a relationship. The relationship of a marriage. We know that in a vineyard, if the grapes are growing well, there'll be a lot of fruits. And bring much much joy to everyone. However, if the grapes were spoiled, and the vine cannot bring forth fruit, it signifies a marriage. Some people's marriage are full of fruits, very beautiful. Some people's marriage have been spoiled. Uh, and who spoiled them? Oh, uh, 
Here the parable says that the worst thing to a vineyard are the little foxes. Why is it that the foxes love grapes? And grape vines have to be pruned so that they're not too high or too tall. And for the foxes, all they have to do is nip a little and they're able to grab the fruit. If you let a fox go into a vineyard, then you'll have a big headache. It will eat up all the fruits and it will damage the vine. Sometimes it's not just one fox, but a family of foxes. And that is why in the past, uh, the, the, the owners of vineyards will usually put up a fence to fence off the foxes. And this fence refers to our inner hearts. And for a husband uh, to maintain for the for a marriage, the husband and wife uh, have they set up a fence around their hearts. There are boundaries to love. The love of a couple is only for themselves. The attention and love of a couple is only for themselves. Of course, you can have friends. But you cannot allow members of the opposite sex to come into your heart. You cannot allow to have someone outside of your marriage to have the same position as your wife. So that is why you need a fence. There are times that the fox will sneak in. And sometimes we're just not being careful. We have allowed someone other than our spouse into our inner heart. Note that we have not mentioned about committing adultery here. But if you allow someone other than your spouse to come into your heart, as long as there's a little fox in your vineyard, your vineyard is doomed. Because that little fox is going to spoil your vine. So you have to be very careful. Especially today, we are all working, we all have colleagues, we have friends. Especially, especially members of the opposite gender. Sometimes after having a few more conversations. Or you have special feeling for that individual. There are times when after a, a long period of marriage, you sort of you lose interest in your spouse. Because your marriage and your spouse gradually have worn you down, so when you see your spouse, you have no feeling at Especially when your children were still very young, or that you're in your middle age, where pressure of life started to build up. And all of a sudden, uh, someone comes before you, and your eyes start to sparkle. Or one individual who 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 pay more attention to you. For sisters, sometimes you may have changed your hairstyle and your husband do not realize it or that you bought a new dress and he didn't realize it. But for your friends or colleague, maybe he would notice that you have a, you have used a new lipstick. So when, when a member of the opposite gender outside of your husband notice about you, you feel good. Or as brothers. And sometimes our wives are just not being patient with us and yells at us all the time. She's acting as if she's a lioness. But your colleague or your secretary is especially uh, gentle with you. 
and she starts enter into your heart. 她这一只，她就是一只狐狸。Note that she is this little fox. 也许她对你没有什么的想法。Perhaps she has no other thoughts about you. 但是只要她进到你的内心那个感情的范围。But when she goes into your inner heart, 你已经危险了。You are in danger. 已经，你的葡萄园开始被破坏了。Because your vineyard is going to be spoiled. 那如果对方是有不好的想法的话 ，If she has evil thoughts about you， 她知道你结了婚，但是还是要跟你发展这种暧昧。She knew that you are married, but she would still like to have a relationship with you. 她就是一只危险的狐狸。Then she is a dangerous little fox. 只要你让狐狸进到你们夫妻之间的这种关系的心理的深处。If you allow this little fox to come into your inner heart, where it's reserved for you and your wife, 两个人一定是不平安的。Then your relationship with your wife will turn sour. 啊，一定是给魔鬼留的地步啊。You will have left grounds for Satan. 有时候引起配偶的嫉妒，配偶发生了，知道了，他会嫉妒。And sometimes your spouse will be jealous if she knows about it. 嫉妒是好的，嫉妒是保护婚姻。Jealousy is good. Jealousy is a way to protect marriage. 如果你配偶发现了。暧昧呢，这些不好的，这种太密切的交往，结果不嫉妒说好啊，你们很好啊，你们多聊啊，那肯定有问题。And if your spouse knows that you have a close relationship with a third party and she encourages you, then you are in trouble. 所以这个时候叫抓，要擒拿狐狸。So this time you have to catch the foxes. 就是要我们要痛下决心呢。That is, you have to make a determination. 不该让进到你心里的人，你要把这种想法拿走。You have to remove anyone who shouldn't be in your inner heart. 如果你拿不走，你就要换环境。如果你拿不走，这种想法就是要把整个环境都换掉了。If you are not able to remove this person from your inner heart, then you have to change your environment. 啊，差不多二十年前，在别的一个国家，有个弟兄跟我分享。About twenty years ago, in another country, a brother shared with me. 他是当医生的。He was a doctor. 他的婚姻非常美好。And he had a wonderful marriage. 直到有一天 ，until one day， 他工作的这个环境里面来了一位护士。啊 ，where he worked there was a new nurse. 跟他特别聊得来。And she was, uh, she was, uh, very personable with him. 那无所不谈了，可以跟这位弟兄就跟这医生无所不谈。And they're able to carry on great conversation. 那个女的也不是要勾引他怎么样的。And that new nurse is not specially tempting him. 就是在聊啊聊啊当中啊，两个人聊到好像心灵都很契合。But as they have their conversation, they realize that they're they're very close. He feels that he is more close to me, and he feels more close to me. And the the brother felt that the nurse knew more about him than his own wife. He is at home, sometimes not so much time to talk to his wife. And her his wife was busy, and sometimes she just don't have the time for him. So sometimes he is careful. So as wives, we should be more careful. Ah, wife in the house meets many people. Your husband meets a lot of people outside. 有时候丈夫也要小心，你太太在外面上班，可能很多人对她有兴趣。And husbands must also be aware that if your if your wife is working, there will also be a lot of people who may be interested in her. 那弟兄突然间醒过来。And the husband and the brother suddenly realize. 觉得危险。There's danger. 怎么我跟她聊得那么好 ？Why is it that I have such a great time with her? 好像我有一点点被吸引了。It's as if that I am a little bit attracted to her. 哇，那怎么办 ？What can I do? 我要祷告。He prayed. And he had a conversation with the preacher. 后来传道人就鼓励他，你多祷告，求神给你决心，一定要彻底的对付这件事情。And the preacher encouraged him to pray more often and to ask God to help him. 后来感谢主 ，to deal with the situation. 他立志，那我换工作。And later on, thank God, he was he decided that he would change his job. 我要我可以去别的地方上班，但是我要离开这个环境。I can work at some other places, but I have to leave this place. 不让这个。有机会犯罪的，给魔鬼的地步，引发成为不憾设想的一个后果。And he wants to uh prevent uh uh disastrous things from happening while he still can. 有时候啊，问题是出在自己的心里面。And sometimes the problem is with us. 你要把心中那个狐狸把它拿走。You have to remove the fox in your heart. 第二个原因，夫妻为什么不同心 ？The second reason why husband and wife don't get along. 就是因为观念不同。It's because they have different views. Let's turn to Second Corinthians chapter six. Chapter six, verse fourteen. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen. 
14. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness? 15. And what accord has Christ with Belial, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? 啊，这里保罗说：“你们啊，就是基督徒啊，不可以我和不信的相配。” And here it says that Christians, you should not be equally yoked together with unbelievers. 他特别用一个形容词，叫不可以同父异恶。It's a it uses a special phrase here, yoke together. 这个恶是指什么 ？What does it What does the yoke refer to? 以前的牛耕田呢，一定要背着一个恶，然后呢拉在田里面犁田。In the old days, when people use oxen to plow the field, the oxen will be tied together with a yoke. 那主耶稣在马太福音十一章二十八节里面，将信仰啊，也是比喻成为一个恶。And in Matthew chapter eleven verse twenty-eight, uh, Jesus also compared faith as if it's a yoke. 信仰其实不容易。呃 ，faith is not easy. 我我的我们从圣经里面看，进天国是不容易的一条道路。From reading the Bible, we know that to enter to the heavenly kingdom, it is not an easy thing. It is not that difficult that you will not be able to achieve it. But on the other hand, it is not that simple as well. It's second to oxen plowing the field, pulling the yoke, it's not easy. Sometimes we face trials. So we have to carry our yoke. If you choose to get married, 如果你还有选择的话 ，or if you have a choice， 啊，保罗这里说了，最好你就不要跟没有信仰的人同负信仰的这个恶。Then Paul says here that you should not be yoked together with unbelievers， 因为他没有办法帮助你、啊、，because they are not able to help you， 因为你两个人的观念很不一样 ，because you have different concepts on life。恋爱就是吃饭啊、聊天啊、去看看电影啊，这个每天都是很罗罗曼蒂克。And courtship means that you have meals, you go out and watch movies, you enjoy each other's companions. 但是结了婚之后，生活就是最不浪漫的。But after you get married, life is no longer romantic. 上班下班，买菜煮饭，到垃圾，有什么浪漫 ？You go home, you come home from work, uh, you cook, you you do house chores, you take out the garbage. How romantic is that? 孩子出来了，孩子生病要照顾。And after you have your child, you have to take care of the children. The children get sick. 全部都是生活的问题。Everything is about life. 生活把人磨练，把他磨得很厉害。And life will wear you down. 但问题是，如果两个人的观念是一样。However, if the couple have same concepts on life. 比如说，有一个人失业了。For example, if there's a, if one is unemployed. 好了，那怎么办 ？What to do? 哎，如果两个人信仰一样。If the two have the same faith, 那么我们就一起祷告吗 ？Then they can pray together. 啊，那求神来开路。And pray to God to open a new path. 那或者另外一半是根本没信的。If your your significant other is a non-believer, 他也不懂得祷告。They will not know how to pray. 啊，你在祷告，他在问。啊，你祷告就有工作啊？我不不继续找工作啊 ？If you pray, then they will probably say something like this. Do you think you'll get a job praying? Why don't you go out and look for a job? 啊，观念很不一样。So different concepts, different views. 对于钱财，钱财的观念。And especially with finances. 对于教导儿女的观念。With with teaching children. 很多啊，其实是每一样事情都是观念的问题。Everything is come comes down to your views. 所以如果夫妻观念就不一样。If husband and wife have different views. 走在一起啊，就很困难。Then it's very difficult for you to travel together. 就好像阿莫斯是说了，两个人的心不一样的，怎么走在一起呢？ It's likened to what the book of、uh, what the book of Amos said. If you are of a different、uh, hearts, how can you walk together? You want to worship God on the Sabbath day. Your your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship God on the Sabbath day. Your spouse tells you that you should worship The money that you have made, you want to offer one tenth to God. 你太太说这个钱，你叫你配偶说这个钱是是我我也有，你怎么可以把钱拿去给你教会 ？Your spouse tells you that he or she has a portion, should have a, a right or rather a say of this money. So how can you offer it on your own? 所以也是很辛苦的。So it is difficult. 啊，所以圣经教导年轻人。
So the Bible teaches the you. You have choice. Then if you have a choice, then you should be looking for someone within the Lord. If, if you are married and your significant other is not a member yet, then you should continue to pray for him or her. So that one day, God can move them to come and believe in Him so that you too can have the same views on life. And there is a couple in the Bible, and they are of one mind. Let's turn to Romans chapter 16. Romans 16, verse 3. Romans chapter 16, verse 3. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus. For who risks their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Paul remembers this husband and wife. And Paul has a lot of uh, co-workers, but in this particular letter, he mentioned he specifically mentioned Priscilla and Aquila. This proves that this couple had helped Paul tremendously in his work. And saying for the church today, if we have a lot of young couples who are of one mind serving the Lord, the church will flourish. And this couple is able to serve the Lord because they are of one mind. Each time Paul mentions this couple, he will first mention Priscilla, and then he will mention Aquila. Priscilla is the wife. Usually when we refer to a couple, we'll mention the husband's husband's name first and then the wife. For Paul, he would always mention Priscilla first before he mentioned Aquila. Didn't the Bible says the husband is the head? Why wouldn't Paul mention Aquila first? In fact, Paul is talking about something that's very realistic. For a husband and wife to be of one mind and for them to be fervent to serve the Lord, the wife is the key. Theoretically, the husband is the head, it is true. However, the head relies on the neck. So the wife would say, my husband, my husband is the head, that's true. However, I'm the neck. If I don't move, he doesn't move. Sounds terrifying, but it is very true. So if you're the head and you hurt your neck, how are you going to turn your head? Well, every time uh, I will reach out to members to see if they want me to visit them. And I said, so, so, so and so brother, can I come and visit you? And they will always say, uh, let me go home and uh, discuss with my wife. Basically, what it means is my wife does not welcome you, you are not welcome in my house. And if the wife not only welcomes you, but wants you to stay for dinner, then you will be having dinner there. If the husband wants to be fervent in serving the Lord, but the wife refuses, and she complains at home, then the husband can do nothing. If the wife is very fervent, and sometimes uh, the husband may be a little disappointed in working for the Lord. And wife can always encourage the husband saying, I support you. Then it's different. And that is why Paul mentions Priscilla first. Because the wife plays a key role. The wife can encourage the husband to work for the Lord. And the husband can learn to work for the Lord. 
This is of one mind. So, so husband and wife must be of one mind. That is, uh, they have same views. To have the same views, they must base on the same truth. Another reason why husband and wife cannot be of one mind is that they are lacking in communication. We know that a relationship is established through communication. If you don't talk to each other, you can't establish a relationship. If a couple have a good relationship, they will have lots to talk about. And there are times when a husband and wife lacks communication, therefore their love for each other diminishes. What's worse is when the two of them don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to communicate with each other using positive words. Every time they open their mouth, a negative words comes out. And every time they open their mouth, they start to complain. And they start to rebuke. Then it's difficult for this couple to be of one mind. Let's turn to Proverbs 13. 十三章第三节。十三章第三节。十三章第三节。He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. 这句话叫生死在那里的嘴巴。so your life and death relies actually depends on your mouth. We can actually rephrase this verse a little. He who guards his mouth preserves his marriage. If you want to ruin your marriage, all you have to do is open your mouth and start chatting. Sometimes, if you are angry, you don't really need to speak words of anger. Because if you speak those words, you will hurt others. Even though you feel good verbalizing it. You feel that once you verbalize your anger, you feel relieved because you have been vindicated. But if you don't have a mouth, you can't stop the marriage. But if you do not guard your mouth, then you are not able to preserve your marriage. If you're angry, don't say a word. You can say that I'm very angry, I don't want to talk now. And after both of you have cooled down, then you can communicate. Next turn to Proverbs 12, verse 14. 十四节，人因口所结的果子必饱得美福，人所所做的必为自己的报应。Fourteen, a man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hand will be rendered to him.婚姻里面的果子呢，就是彼此所讲的话。And the fruit of a marriage are the words spoken of you.你常常跟对方说谢谢你。If you keep saying thank you，那你真的很好。then you feel good. You will feel that your spouse truly appreciates your offering. You have worked hard. Without you, I won't be able, I won't be here. This is fruit bearing fruit. And sometimes by see by saying such uh, 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 words of fruits, you yourself Gets the benefit. You don't have to think that you are now a long married couple. What's the point of saying all this? A lot of people who are in long marriages, they no longer bear such fruits. They rarely thank one another, they rarely compliment one another. It is true, your spouse is full of faults that haven't changed for the last decade. But don't don't focus on the things on the negative things. And you should be looking or rather focusing on her on the virtues. The more you compliment the, the virtues, the more fruits you're gonna get and the more blessed you will be. 
Do not take their virtues for granted. And don't compare your spouse with someone else's. There's nothing to compare. God has created everyone differently. Let's read verse 18. Sorry, chapter 12, verse 18. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. So you can see the importance of words. It should start with your mouth. Communication between the two. Spend some time communicating. And especially when your children are still young, you have to spend time with each other. Don't sit down and start playing your video games. There are couples where they go to a restaurant, they order the food, and then they start playing with their cell phones. Even when eating, they were playing with their cell phones. And when, and when at home, they were also focusing on the cell phones. There's nothing to say. And sometimes you will tell your spouse, don't, don't tell me so much, just uh, send me a text. Isn't it, wouldn't it be wonderful if the two of them can just sit down and have a nice conversation? If you are a human, you should be having conversations instead of sending taxes. So speak. Spend some time. And it's it's best if the two of you, if the couple can sit down and have a conversation over a cup of tea. What do we what would they be talking about? Um they can say, Dear, what are you what have you been thinking lately? What have you been thinking lately? It will it will bring forth a more profound um conversation. Because most of the time what we talk talk about are very superficial. Uh, where we go shopping, what to eat, where we can save another five dollars. Or why are you spending so much on this? Return it. But to know what your spouse is thinking. Anything um, that is on their heart. That, that, that needs to be communicated too. And if there is a problem, then husband and wife can pray for this together. Of course, marriage is a lifelong lesson. We hope that couples can be can travel on this journey together. Let's sing him. Number five hundred and ten. 